welcome back to Being Trans. Did you know this is our 11th episode? And I'm glad you're here with us. Um, today I wanted to talk a little bit about Elliot. I'm sure you probably don't know just by the name Elliot. But let's leave it at Elliot. Now, Elliot is a trans man. He starred in such movies as Juno. Now do you know who I'm talking about? Maybe, maybe not. Their journey that Elliot has been on has been quite rocky. It's had its ups, it's had its downs, it's had its discoveries, it's, and Elliot's been married, and it didn't work out for Elliot. But that's the way we go through our lives. We try to navigate everybody else's happiness but our own. Bet you never thought about that. We try to navigate everybody else's happiness but our own. Every trans person does it. We do it over and over again in an attempt to not have people be mad at us, angry at us, confused about us, hateful towards us, just to give us a fair shake and be respectable towards us. But we do the same thing over and over again, hoping for a different result, and it never comes. Till one point you get to a stage where you realize it's never going to come. So you might as well take that leap, that huge leap of faith and be true to yourself. Kind of a scary thought when you think about it, that we have to go through so many hoops just to be true to who we are. Elliot walked out into the light and said, this is me. I am I. I did it too, and so many other trans people, trans people have done it as well. Our community is quite vast. We're educated. We're just like everybody else. We have those that are excelling in some things, and we have those that are not excelling in life. We have rich ones. We have poor ones. We're a micro look at the way the world really is. But we're just a only 2% of the population. Now, I always find it interesting that we try as a community to let sleeping dogs lie. We don't want to kick them. We definitely don't want to kick them. We definitely don't want to wake them up and have the conquest of you guys are sick all over again. But it doesn't help. Because it's not Elliot's fault. Elliot's a star. So people want to know what's going on with Elliot. And the media creates a storm around Elliot so people can hear. Now, is it good or bad? Well, in a way, it's kind of a double-edged sword. For us, having someone like Elliot speak up and say, Hey, I really have had this problem. And I just need some time to try and figure it all out. It's a good thing. 
But at the same time, it's like we can't just keep going forward without people making rude and crass comments. They all want to have their two bits. They all want to have their two seconds of fame, or they want to talk about it. I have a lot of respect for people that can do things that I can't do. And that makes perfectly good sense for anybody. If someone can do something you can't do, you should pay them respect for the efforts that they put in. One of the most amazing opportunities that I have is to sit behind a microphone and talk to you. I know a lot of trans people that couldn't do this because it scares them, but it doesn't me. And I also do things that I tell trans people never to do. And this is the case of today's episode. I tell people in the trans community, never read the comments. Don't do it. Don't read them because they're negative. They're filled with hate. They're filled with lies, chaos, and confusion. And it happens all the time. It's difficult, especially for the young ones who have never had to have that um, discussion with somebody who is the horse and you've led them to water and you're begging them to drink. And they don't want to. You can't make them drink. And our youth don't know this. They don't know how to work with this. And that's okay. So what do I do? I break my own rule. I actually like to read the stories. I want to see how the tempo is going for my community. And slowly, things are changing. Things are changing. So if you're a trans person and hearing this, look up, kiddo. Things are changing. And they're changing for the better. But in saying that, a good 70 to 80% of most posts are extremely negative. Extremely designed to be hurtful and misleading. So I still say, don't read the comments. Read the story and walk away. Because Elliot's story is quite cool. And very informative. But I wanted to read a post. So if you're sensitive to triggers, you might want to turn away, turn this off, or you can listen. Because I'm going to answer what this person said as well. So don't think I'm just going to let her get off the hook. And I think that by talking to you about it and having you hear what I have to say afterwards might help you or any listener understand a little bit more about being transgender. We'll take out the person's name. Except as an, and by the way, I'm going to read this. If you've read my blog post, I don't like reading out loud. Just don't. But we're going to do this for this because it's important. Like I said, leaving out the person's name. Except as a natural born woman, I have an issue with it, being transgender. I know as many other natural women now 
who Wow, she really wrote that weird. I know as many other natural trans women, I mean other natural women, know how hard life is as a woman. With all the issues, periods, hormones, mood swings, developing breasts, having a uterus, being physically able to have a child, give birth, lose a child, have your tubes tied, cancer risks, and the fear of cancer for said body parts, hysterectomies, menopause. And those are just the physical characteristics of being born a woman. <sighs> That's a lot to say. We have fought for years for our place in society, struggled to have a voice. We have to have our voice been taken seriously, not objectified or belittled for being a woman. To be taken seriously as athletes. To be the best we can be in our chosen fields. Now some in society want to say, look at... Being a woman is so easy, a man can do it. I don't think so. You can call them trans female, but they will never be a woman. And I know many real women who feel the same. I thought, wow, okay, that's some very interesting points. So... Let's listen to what I wrote back. And by the way, I really hate reading this stuff to you, but it's important. Without the name, with all respect, you ignore the issue that every woman and every trans woman have had parallel lines in life. Not the same struggles, but both heading towards the same goal. Respect. I do not and will never hear a trans woman ever reducing a cis woman to the sum of the issues they have faced. Sadly, it is not the same for some cis women towards trans women. It is also sad that while some of your points are very valid, not all of them are correct and honest. Trans women also face the reality of breast cancer and the reality, and at the same time, prostate cancer. I'm a trans woman, and both I and my former partner lost a child. It does not matter who was carrying said child or how old the child was when, the, when they passed away. The void of the loss never goes away. By saying what you said, you have disrespected all of the parents who have ever lost a child. You are always reminded of the loss. It never goes away, and it forever tears at your soul. As for mood swings, developing breasts, body image issues, being verbally attacked, worrying about your employment... Being taken seriously, surprisingly, a large amount of trans 
of the trans community are very educated, but that won't matter. Many don't listen to us. We deal with all the same shit. But what you and many cis women don't have is media, politicians, actors, writers, websites, churches, and the list goes on and on, seeking to invalidate a community's existence. Yes, I do understand that there are churches and politicians and zealots who seek to control the health care of all women, including trans women. Once again, the parallel path of two groups heading towards the same goal, respect. I kind of left it there. I didn't really want to go on the attack with this individual, but I felt what I said needed to be said on a level that was easy to understand. I felt also as a parent who lost a child, her comment about losing children is very narrow-minded. It assumes that because, well, she assumes, or the person assumes, or whoever this person is, assumes that because you've lost, a, a woman loses a child, that woman is far more impacted on that loss than a man. Or in my case, a trans woman. We lost our child. It is still hurtful. We don't talk about it. It was one of the reasons our marriage kind of fell apart. It was also a very gut-wrenching, horrific event. I almost lost my partner in that same event as losing my child. I sat outside the operating room as they tried to save my partner's life. The weeks that followed are a jumble of emotions, of sadness, and loss. Loss that is not just felt by the two parents, but lost by a family, by the nuclear family, our older children as well. That would have been an, another child. And it didn't happen. And it's very sad that that took place. And I feel for any parent, I don't care who you are, if you've ever lost a child, it's gut-wrenching. I lost my niece to cancer. I may not talk to my sister. I may not talk to her, most of my family. But I know each and every one of us remain missing my niece. There is not a day that goes by that that hole can ever be filled. 
And I think that this person's decision to try and write that was so narrow-minded. I also think that when we come down to the issues of how our bodies go through changes and what that means and how that defines a woman or a man or a trans person is foolishly um, empty. We all go through changes in our bodies. We all have struggles. Some women will never have a problem with periods. They just happen. Some women will never have cramps. Some women will have babies without any problems. And some women will have every problem in the world. It doesn't invalidate them. It's just the way they are. No trans woman will ever understand what a period feels like. We can't. We understand this. And trying to use this as leverage to say we're invalid doesn't really work. Because it's not something that we're concerned about. Because we can't experience it. It's devoid of our life. Saying that we don't understand things like the scare of cancer. Believe me. I know cancer very, very well in my family. As I said, my niece passed away. She had a long battle with cancer. My mom had a long battle with cancer. My dad had a battle with cancer. My grandfather had emphysema. My grandmother had a long battle with cancer. We know cancer very well in our family. We know the destruction it causes. And to say that just because we were born X, Y, we will never understand what breast cancer is. This is very uneducated. Men can have breast cancer too. And trans women can have breast cancer. When we go on to HRT, um, which is hormone replacement therapy, for those of you who don't know, that cancer risk elevates. It really does. And there's nothing we can do about it. We have to get mammograms. We have to face a lot of things that are not any way to separate a trans woman and a naturally born woman. Yeah, we don't have a uterus. We don't know what it will feel like to carry a child. But that, that lack of not being able to still exists. It's a desire that sits at the core of any person. I know women who can never have a child, who have all the working parts, but they can't. Their body just doesn't do it. But it doesn't invalidate them from being a woman. I know women who don't have any of the piping. I've met them. I've talked with them. And to assume that because you have a uterus 
nor more valid than a person who doesn't have a uterus. It's a very narrow look at what it is to be human, at what it is to be a woman. I agree there are so many things, so many trials, so many tribulations that any trans woman would never have experienced. Why? Because we didn't walk that parallel line with you at that time in history. Women's suffragate movement. It just wasn't there for us. But if it was there for those that were around who were trans, because we do know that transgender people have been around since the dawn of time, that those people would have been feeling that you deserved the same rights as anyone else. We stand equally side by side in saying to the governments, to the politicians, to the churches, hands off women's bodies. We stand beside you in the fight for your safety, that a woman should feel safe to be able to walk at night, that a woman should not fear about having her drink spiked, that a woman should be able to have a partner who is not a monster. We stand side by side with you on those very same issues. And I find that it is extremely narrow-minded for so many people who wrote on that post to say otherwise. Look, I don't know the full journey of Elliot. I don't think any of us really could, but I walked a path parallel with Elliot. Not the same, but parallel. And now Elliot's fighting for something that we've been fighting for a long time as well. Equality. Respect. It's so important for every person out there to understand that. If you were a doctor, I'd give you respect for things that you've done that I have never done. If you're a race car driver, I'd give you respect for doing things that I've never done. Respect is something we give for not only the battles that have been fought for a per by a person, and they have come through on the other end of it, a stronger, more alive person. But we give respect to those who have learned more than we have, who have accomplished things that we could never. And I think that the pathway to respect for all of us is one that we all should travel. They will be parallel lines. Men will never understand what a woman goes through. And woman will never understand what a man goes through. And that same equation 
exists for the trans community. We don't really fully understand men or women. All we're trying to do is make it through every day. And that can be very difficult. So maybe, just maybe, if you're hearing my voice and you're listening to this podcast, take the time. Review your own self and look at how you can be more respectful to others. Because what you don't see is sometimes the greatest and most liberating path that someone is walking. It may be littered with tragedy beyond your wildest dreams, but they still stand up and move forward. And that is something that every person in the world, no matter who you are, you got to keep doing every day. You fall down, you get back up, and you move forward. Thanks for listening to Being Trans. This was a quick one, but I think it's a very poignant one. Don't read the comments unless you're 100% able to give them the information to tell them, hey, look, you know, what you're saying is not right. And here's where you can go for that information. I've done that in an earlier post. And then later on, someone decided to go at me again, and I wrote it down again. And I said, look, you can go down this path you want. You're the horse. I found the water. You don't have to drink it. It's your choice. And I walked away. Sometimes taking the higher ground and not letting them beat you up is the best thing in the world. But you need to have a knowledge behind you. You need to be able to talk about it. You need to be able to be confident in what you say, how you say it, and whom you say it to. But also understand that there is a lot of people out there that no matter how much evidence, no matter how much proof you put in front of them, no matter how many professionals stand behind you, they will still say it is dark when it is light. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to Be In Trans.